minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. Today is episode five of the Grace episode, and we have the pleasure of having Pastor Ken on with us. What's going on, brother? Hey, not to it, man. How are you? Good, good. It's a nice, dreary day outside, but I'm <laughs> doing good. <laughs> <laughs> Man, every time I see those crowds outside, man, I, I, I don't see jury, man. I see a, a good day, man, to, to, to be in and chill. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't get that chill part. I didn't get to stay in the chill part. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. I got my workout in, so I'm good. All right. That's good, man. So, um, yeah, this is this this is the grace. So I have a few questions we can we can go through, and um, I, I basically want to get your input on um, the topics that I have been hitting on the last few episodes. So, with with that being said, I'm going to this first question. It says, "What do you think about Christians that are judgmental and or condemning towards non-believers?" <laughs> Then that tells me they don't understand uh, what Christ came for. If, if you're if you're in a judgmental state of unbelievers from the standpoint of that you are better or that uh, they deserve hell, then you're you you missed the point, and you you don't see uh, where you come from. Right. Well. <laughs> So one of the things I paraphrase is something you said in, in the message before, and it says, if we put some stuff, sorry, let me try. If we put some stuff, some of the stuff any of us are dealing with up, like either on a wall or on a plaque or something, what would it say about your life? And that, that spoke to me because, I mean, that was one of the things that kind of drove what I was doing with this. And... Like you said, how many how many of us and people got to see the stuff that we don't show everybody? How many of us would be able to have that judgmental ideal and or thought process towards these non-believers? Like, what what do you think about that? Right. Yeah, that's uh, you know, definitely. If uh, if <laughs> you know, the scary part is if they put our lives on the screen without the blood of Jesus, right? right? Without the blood of Jesus, they put our lives on the screen and they showed all the mess that we do on a consistent basis. And, 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 and I, when you say mess, sometimes people go to an extreme. That doesn't have to be an extreme. It can just be uh, angry without a car right. or, or, you know, yelling that I hate somebody. You know, something simple like that. Or, or my, my biggest nemesis is traffic. Right. <laughs> See us in those times. Uh, you know, that's a... I think you know if, if we if people were to realize if somebody else saw that um, and see their own mess, it might change how they would um, how they would respond to other people. I agree with that, and that's funny that you brought up traffic because on my way down to uh, where I'm at, man, uh, man, <laughs> I, uh, I I hit you know when you're driving and it just clogs up for no reason at all. And then yep. you drive a few, yep. a few yep. more, you drive about a mile, and then it just automatically opens up. That happened to yep. me. And then I had people cutting me off. So, yeah. <laughs> Traffic is definitely my nemesis as well, brother. Yeah, it is our, it is our uh, for us, it's our daily test. Right. Our daily test. I've been spending a lot of time down in uh, Capitol Hill. and uh, Okay. This is very much a test because these people down here are um, are very rude 
and uh, they're they're quick to uh, speak what they're thinking. Right, Pump the right. Horn and all of this stuff, and it yeah, down here is very much a test because, like, it could be something simple as driving down the street. Like, I'll give you, let me give you an example, and I, this kind of goes with what I'm saying. I was okay. we were we were riding, and um, we were going to get the the kids, and this this um, this lady who my assumption is this lady is is, is um, homeless was jaywalking, and uh, she walked across the street. And there was a car driving, and it kept going. And she got mad, and she dropped her stuff, and she started cussing them out and doing yada, yada, yada. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, lady, you are jaywalking. You walked out, in the, you walked out at the wrong spot. Like, how are you going to get mad at them for that? And I kind of, I mean, that kind of goes with what we're saying here, you know? Right, right, right. It, it, it's the old adage that everybody thinks they own stuff don't stink. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that way because uh, we we only can see everybody else. You know, it's like the I mean, it's the truth of without a mirror, you never get a chance to see your own self. You only get to see everybody else, and that's why you know, I think it was James who said, you know, you gotta look into the perfect law of liberty. It's like a mirror. It it, it shows us our and so uh you know that's probably the toughest thing for people to realize is that we're constantly viewing you know an outward look at everyone else and we're never really taking that time in the mirror to uh to look at ourselves and get a get some light shown on how we really look you know it's like it, i know this is pretty gross i guess you can cut this if you don't like it man but it's like when you are talking to somebody that you got the burger in your nose, you don't know it's there unless somebody tell you, right? Right, right. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we're standing and we think we look good and everything is going well, but yeah, we got this thing hanging out our nose. And, and and it takes someone else to point it out. And, and, and uh, or, or it takes us looking into a mirror, I should say, because most people are not going to tell you. Right. You know, so, um, so it, it's, it's that thing. Again, you know, us getting a chance to look into that mirror or needing to look into that mirror. Right. That's funny. Yesterday, um, I had something in my beard. Where was I at? Was it yesterday? I don't remember where I was at, but I uh, I had something hanging down. That's funny that you said that I had something hanging. I was talking and, and they do looked at me and was like, oh, oh, right on, right on, right on. But yeah, you're right. Most people don't do that. And I think it's funny that a lot of a lot of us who are in the word, who know what the word says, are quick to be the ones to be condemning of something that we've seen. I think this is one of the things I think. I think a lot of times you have people who are pointing out, like, I guess an example would be um, since we brought up anger, anger. We see someone who's always angry. And be like, man, they got anger issues and blah, blah, blah. And I think a lot of times it's, it's the ones who are struggling with anger issues who are so quick to point out the other person's anger issues. Of course. Yeah. Or like, you know, or 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 the one that I hear, and I might be going out of order now, but it's whatever. <laughs> the one that, that happens often is, you know, you hear the people, whether it be male or female, that says, well, I might have just looked at that person, but they actually cheated right. on their spouse. Right. So right. they bad, but, but I'm not. But here, here's that thing again: that we, that when we say things like that, it tells us that we are. Uh, I don't say hypocritical because uh, everybody has has. A, that they put on. I mean, hypocrites are just put on a mask. Everybody does that. So I don't want to say hypocritical. I, I, I would be more along the lines of pharisaical. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we have, we got that Pharisee mentality of really not understanding the scriptures, not really wanting to. We just want to put on, hey, use the scriptures to to make us feel better than um, than we do. You know, and, and make us put us on a pedestal uh, as if we're someone special. When the truth of the matter is, in that an example that you used, 
I may have looked, but they cheated. Well, what did Jesus say? He said, if a man looks at a woman that has lust in his heart, he's already committed. Right. Right? So the same. So there is it's a lack of understanding when we get into that position of that kind of judgmental behavior. Hey, you know, hey, look, we do get to judge sin and say, hey, look, sin, sin, period. Right? Right. But there's always the room for redemption because Jesus paid the price. Right? Right. So there's a difference between me judging you to put you down and me judging sin and saying, hey, sin, this is sin. Hey, look, here's avenue and access for you to, for all of us to be out of this indifference. Right. You know, with you saying that, I think oftentimes people misconstrue that piece, what you just said. I see a lot of times where people will um, take that I am judging sin mentality. But again, out of context, in the pharisaical way that you're saying, yeah. they're talking about, see, that person, and they're always linking, you know, linking that person. See, that person right. over there is always cussing people out and this and that. And, right. and, and not saying, you know, not saying from the standpoint of, well, that's wrong that they're cussing people out, but that doesn't make them a bad person. And I, I, right. you know, I right. hear that, right. I hear right. that a lot. Right. And that's one of the reasons that, like, when I was a kid, when I walked away from the church, that was one of the reasons I walked away because there was a bunch of Pharisees in the church pointing out everybody right. else's right. wrongdoing. And, you know, and then right. I'm like, well, I heard what you was just saying over here. And, and you know, right. and they wonder why right. so many, so many non-believers don't like us. Right, right. And, well, you know, I, one of the biggest things, I think is that for believers who see that, um, I, okay, so so you know you can get in the ditch. You can get in the ditch where you know it's it's you're, you're all you do is talk about other people and saying that what they're doing, or you can go to the opposite extreme where you say nothing about it and everything is okay. And I think those are two ditches. I think that that those of us who are walking down that narrow path that he has uh, you know called us to. Um, then we should be pointing out and saying, hey, look, here is the truth of the matter. Okay, hey, look, we all make mistakes, but Jesus has paid for all of those mistakes. It's a part of us walking in that and walking and being transformed into his image, or conformed, I should say, into his image. Um, so it's our responsibility of those who, who realize the issue to start correct and when we see it you know come up behind it you know we see somebody who's being pharisaical uh talking to someone and condemning them hey we step in and we we pick them up amen and we we show them the way amen that's, yeah <laughs> yeah that that's a whole that's funny um <clears throat> yeah I, there's a anyway i'll come back to that um yeah okay okay <laughs> i'm just thinking about when you say that I can see a lot of people being, um, I can see, that's why the church gets mad at a lot of people, because of what right. you said, when it, when they're being pharisaical, and we come up and like, but hold up, hold up, what about this, because Jesus said compassion, and they're like, oh, whoa, right. whoa, 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 and I, and I mean, and I've been a part of people getting upset, you know, when, I, when being pharisaical, and people close to me, not just people from a distance, you know, right, they'll be right. saying something and be like, oh yeah. And, and, and you know, the, the typical, they go into hell. And I'm like, well, how do you know that? Like, right, well, how do right. you know? Like, right. what makes you think that just because they don't agree with you, that they don't believe in Jesus? Like, how do you know right. that? Right. That, that's always tough to address because then it makes, it, it's, it's them pointing a mirror back at me. And uh, probably one of the biggest things that I'm, I'm saying that for, you know, the, the reason why I'm, addressing someone else because I probably don't like myself or what, what I, I already going on. So now you shine a light on that. But, but also, I mean, uh, you got two sides of that one. As long as we make sure we're in love, then we've done our part properly because we can't, we can't address even the Pharisee judgmentally. Right. Right. Because right. then we're still in the same boat. Right. Now we just did the same thing. they did. So we have to do it in love. Uh, from the standpoint of saying, hey, look, I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to get us all going in the right direction. Or at least as best I can of following Christ. 
Right. Right. Because I still got my own issues. I still I'm still dealing with stuff. There's still stuff you probably can shine lights on on me. Right. That'll make me mad, you know. Right. So um, but if we do it from that perspective, then we can uh, we can get it moving in the right direction. Uh, doing that love. Then again, you know, the other side of that coin is, you know, even when Jesus talked to some of the Pharisees, they, you know, he had to say, you, you, you snakes and vipers, you know, because they, they weren't willing to listen. And now I'm not saying that that's our call, right? right? That's not our call to do, but it's, it's, it's our call to make sure that we, we help um, advance God's kingdom um, without being divided against ourselves. Amen. Which goes back to, because one of the things I read <clears throat> on um, when I did this episode was I was reading First uh, Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, and basically okay. saying, how are we following this if we're so busy pointing the finger at and and talking about, well, you, you, right. you, 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 but, you know. Right. But, but, and never saying, but, but I. Like, I know, you know, right. like, you're, you're, you're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. And right. I know this because I'm better than, you know, and even I don't I don't always believe that people have that I'm better than you purposely have that mentality. But it, it comes off whether it's intentional or non-intentional. If I'm always pointing the finger at what you're doing wrong, even if I'm not saying, but I'm better, the person who I'm talking to is going to perceive, well, well dang, how come every time we talk, you're always talking about how wrong I am? Like, who do you, who do you think you are? You know, right. and thus there's so many people who are saying we're judgmental or or, or condemning. Well, I mean, again, it depends. Like you said, if I if I if I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, hey, what you did was wrong. What you did was wrong. Not you're wrong. That's a whole right. different. You know, if I point out what you did was wrong, they're willing to listen. If I say you're wrong now, now is a fight. And right. I mean, that's not right. even just in a believer, non-believer. That's in a, like, just a human nature thing, you know? Right, 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 in general. So, that being said, let me go on to my next question. <clears throat> How many times has one of us decided to write off someone because of them being an atheist? When you hear that question, what do you think about? Uh, the question was, again, uh, how many times do we write off people because they say they're an atheist? Yes. Oh, man. Well, you know, I, if I'm being truthful, you know, when I was when I was young in my faith, I, you know, I I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to say, man, man I'm not going to have no part with them. But the truth of the matter is, how will they know if I don't share? How will they see Christ if I don't reveal Christ? Right. And it's a it's a difficult thing. So I had to learn that I don't have to agree, I don't have to partake in, but what I do have to do is make Christ available um, for that person. So so uh, you know it's funny that you say that. I got a, a good friend, good good friend, who um, who is a confessed atheist, uh, and uh, you know uh, there there are a couple of times when he. He has his moments where he is very uh, adamant about sharing um, what he believes are inconsistencies or things that aren't true about Scripture. Uh, but for the most most part, we have good relationship um, together, and he's willing to listen um, to what's being said. And over the course of time, his his outburst of um, you know inconsistencies. Because I'm calm and not, I'm not trying to debate. I just give him answers, right. you know, for questions that he has, and and it's, it would soothe. I shouldn't say soothe. It, it has quelled a lot of um, a lot of those outbursts, and so now we have good relationship. And he asks more questions, and he's excited about things that he hears that are blessings for uh, ministry. So it's it's been a change, but it's been time. Now don't get me wrong, this wasn't overnight. Right. But it, it came not running from having a relationship with someone who's a, a proclaimed atheist. Right. So I, yeah, <clears throat> I uh, I've been looked at funny because I've I've talked with people who are professed atheists and 
And there are people who, you know, they because I don't hide my, my faith or, you know, my connection to, right, to right. the church. So there are people who know my, what I'm at. And they're like, well, why, why would you be talking to them? And I've had people who are both believers and non-believers saying, well, why would you talk to them? You know they don't believe in God. And I'm like, well, but so? <laughs> like, oh, well, right. what do you mean? I saw I'm supposed to be like, ooh, you have cooties now I can't talk to you? <laughs> right. And, and uh, I've got weird looks about that. They're like, well, you shouldn't be talking to them. They don't even believe in your God, and they don't believe in this. And I'm like, well, and, and my retort has always been, well, my God tells me to love people. Right. So Absolutely. We, they, we love all people. Right. Um, that, that's crucial. And, and, you know, even the people who are saying that, uh, it's, it's an opportunity now for you not only to witness to those who, this person who's an atheist, or, or whatever else they proclaim to be right. versus the person who is asking you why you that's a chance for you to minister to them you know it's a it's we have opportunity after opportunity after opportunity if we keep our eyes and our hearts and our ears open to the, the to the voice of God and the spirit of God um, to be able to constantly be sharing the love of God and the light of Jesus Christ everywhere I mean that's that's everywhere you turn, you know, even, even in the worst moments, um, even in some of our worst moments, um, you know, I was thinking about, you know, how we point a finger at somebody. I tell the story, you know, it already, but I say it again. I remember I was working, um, at, at the airport a long time ago. And this guy was just cussing me out and just cussing and cussing and cussing. Every time I turned around, he's cussing me out. And he did that from probably six in the morning till about eleven or so in the afternoon, and or just before noon, and and, uh, and finally it was just hot. It was hot, you know, and I got a little frustrated. <laughs> and before I knew it, I grabbed him out. Now I have to say it's embarrassing, but I was a pastor at this time. But I just happened to be working there for uh, uh, just a little uh, extra money. We had started the church, and uh, I grabbed this guy slammed him against the plane, man, and told him he wasn't going to cuss me like that again. Now, that's terrible. That's terrible behavior. I'm not condoning the behavior that I did. It's wrong. But I didn't realize I was grabbing him because that time of, of him just uh, fussing and cussing me just had gotten to me. I didn't realize it. I slammed him against the plane with his eyes opened up and you saw terror all over his face. And I came back to myself and immediately Immediately, I apologized to him. I apologized to the coworkers. They were out there. I told my supervisor what happened. I wanted to be proactive because I wasn't trying to, to, to hide anything behind that. And in the midst of all of that, the one of the coworkers, the guy that I slammed against the plane, one of the other coworkers, and another one of the supervisors all came to know Christ that day hmm. because of because of out of a bad situation and me coming back and apologizing and, and, and you know, fixing the whole situation, it caused them to see Christ differently. And they wanted to know more about Christ. And ultimately, after I shared some more, came to know Christ. So a bad situation turned good. So how can we not say that's our responsibility to make sure we're sharing everywhere? Amen. I hear you. And every time you say that, my, my my immediate response is to be flesh-like and be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I, I get you. <laughs> no, no, but no, no, we got to fight the flesh, man. And, you know, but th it's funny because the reason why people wouldn't respond like that would be pride. You know, pride would yeah. pride would drive the one from a foolish mistake to foolish thinking, you know, and so right. I, I get and you know I've been in situations like that where I've done I've done wrong and corrected it, but I've been in situations where I've done wrong, and you know I just let it ride, and you know, and then after yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will say that was one of the uh, the better moments for me. Uh, that just stuff like that doesn't happen often. Um, you know, it doesn't happen happen often, and and, and it hasn't happened since uh, you know since that incident. Incident that was probably the last thing like that, but. Uh, prior to that, you know, prior to that, there were other instances where sometimes, you know, you, you're like, hey, look, you deserve that, right. you know. Well, <laughs> I ain't going to apologize. But guess what? I was wrong. Right. Well, I have.
had an instance like that not that long ago. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. I was driving to work, and uh, these people were cutting me off and getting in front of me as we're trying to merge, and, you know, they were just driving, shooting in front of me. Well, this last dude, he tried to do it, and I sped up. I was like, nah, ain't nobody else getting in front of me. And <laughs> then the dude looked at me, and he shook his head at me, and he and he he kind of gave me that look, and I sh- I threw my hands up. I was like, "What are you? T- what's wrong with you? You know?" I'm like, "Please shut up, fool! You don't know. Get out of here!" And he shook his head again, and I was like, and I waved him off, and I said, "Shut up!" And then I, he got behind me, and he kept shaking his head, and I looked it in the mirror, and I got my eyes wide open, and I shook my head back at him, and he kind of oh, like mocking man. him. And then it it dawned on me in the back of my car. There's that, that that sticker that has Jesus with Superman in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, oh, man. I just screwed that yeah. one up big time. Yeah. And, and so yeah. the whole rest of the ride, I'm sitting there thinking, dang, man. And I wasn't going to, you know, I guess I could have tried to wave him over and stop and apologize or whatever. But then I was like, nah, I ain't doing all that. That's that's silly. He might think I'm crazy and blah, blah, blah. And so I just went on about my business. So the one thing that he saw was I like, he's like, oh, this is another one of them fools, you know. And I, right. I showed it wrong that day. Right, right. Well, you know, that's, that's it, it's, an, it's inevitable that the enemy would make sure that, that uh, Christ would be blamed for our humanity and our failings. Um, it, it, it is true. Um, we, we do have to be above that. That's true. We have to be. But it's also that we have to also remember that we are not perfect. We are moving into perfection to be conformed into the image of Christ and his perfection. But we're not, and we're going to make mistakes, and that's what his blood um, paid for. That's, that's the whole thing about that. So, uh, you, you can't get down. We just have to pray. We have to say, okay, hey, hey, uh, what does the scripture say that says uh, uh, that we have in readiness to avenge all disobedience when our obedience is fulfilled? So, hey, just next time. And that's what I that's what I kept telling myself. The times that I messed up, hey, I messed it up. But at the next time, I'm going to be on guard for this one so that I could not mess it up again. Right. You know, let me let me obey in the next instance. Uh, I messed it up here, disobeyed here, but here I'm I'm, I'm fighting in readiness to 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 obey. Well, I, I that was before, so I, I forget which what Sunday it was when you were telling us that I am the righteousness of Christ of God through Christ Jesus. That was before that. Yep. So then after that, I had to. I was like, okay, okay, and I had to keep telling myself that because you know. Who knows? I don't know if I ever see that cat again, you know, but I, I had to keep telling myself that, all right, I'm the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, even though. That's right. Well, it's a good thing that we was in the car because, you know, I had a, I had that moment where he said something. I'd have been like, man, I will knock you out if you don't. <laughs> you better right, shut up about right. this. It's so, going to escalate. Right. And, you know, it, it's, I was wrong. I, and that's why I'm admitting it, you know. But, you right. know, my, my Pride gave me the reason to be like, but, but you had all these other people cutting in front of you. You were right, right. You know, so right. But right. I, you know, I haven't. I, I mean, I don't. I can't think of. I know. I know. There's times where I've done the opposite, but I can't think of anyone like on the same vein of what you said, where people saw. Well, no, with my family, I think it, that'd be with my family where I've been wrong. Well, that's the best place. Right. That's the best place for your family to see your failures. And to see your victories, right? And that you want them to see, because you don't want them to think that being in Christ is without its own uh, missteps, because then that that sets up false expectations. So when other people, so when the people who are watching you, they only see your 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 uh, victories, then when they have a shortcoming, it makes them want to run away because they think they're unworthy. Right. So you want you, that's the best place for your family to see shortcomings and and victories amen yeah yeah so, so well the next one this isn't this isn't so much a question this is a statement okay but when you hear the statement tell me what you think it says um we scream for grace when we are wrong but we fail to want to give grace in the same 
give that same grace when we, sorry, let me change. We, we scream for grace <clears throat> when we are wronged, when we do wrong, but we fail to give that grace when we do wrong. Yeah, we want, we want justice when we've been wronged, right? Right. <laughs> justice. But grace and mercy whenever we wrong someone. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's very tough. Um, uh, uh, you know, it, it's very true. Uh, most of us feel that way. Um, I, I'll be honest. I've been. Uh, I, I, I have been given opportunities to see my areas of wronging people um, enough that God has been, uh, you know, has really been impressing on my heart to constantly give grace when I'm wrong. Um, because I, I, I know that my hands aren't clean in that area of wronging people. Right. And so, um, and, and I've gotten so much grace. Uh, and of course that's what grace is, is unmerited favor. But, um, I've gotten so much, um, when I have been, um, wrong and, and messed it up that I've been, it's pressed upon me to, to give it more often. But that's something that that's something that only takes place when revelation occurred. I mean, it has to be revelation, uh, and, and what I mean by that is when God, uh, by His Spirit, reveals that to us um, that that even in the midst of being wrong, how many? I mean, think about this: Jesus did nothing wrong, nothing, and yet they hung Him on a cross. And what did He do? What did He say? Hey, forgive them. Even in the midst of the spitting, the mocking, the beatings, all of that, forgive them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so, uh, it, but it has to be, I think it has to be revelatory. I, I don't think that it's just uh, something that we automatically do, or even that we can, I mean, I, well, I guess we could, I guess we could share that with other people, but it has to be revealed by God for us to do it, because we see it all, I mean, I'm sure you see it all the time, and I know it used to be me. It used to be me all the time. Yeah, no, I see it. I see it in like in the workplace. I see it in family. I see, you know, I pay. I, what I've been watching, whether it be something I do or something other people do, and you know, something will be wrong, something will happen wrong, and then you know, well, I, I made a mistake. Forgive me, you know. But that same person who said I made a mistake, forgive me. When that mistake is affecting them, or like hot and like oh going off, and then they say forgive me, like no, that's unexcusable. Right? You know, right. Like, how is that more right. unexcusable than what you did? And I mean, I've done right. it as a parent. You know, as a parent, it was one right. of the places I've seen it the most where I'm like, I'm like all kind of mad and oh, and then the kids, well, I messed up, and it's like oh well, shoot. My bad, you know. After, sometimes I've gone back and been like, you know what, my bad, you're right. I was a little harsher right. than I needed to be. And other times I've been proud right. and been like, well, I'm the parent, so just shut up, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, 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 yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a big thing. And, you know, and I tell you what, being a pastor has, uh, has added to that because I, I won't deny, man, people, the church people will hurt you. When I when I say I shouldn't say church, we forget God. That's not a great statement. Um, the the congregation um, that you pastor can inadvertently hurt you on a lot of occasions. I should say it that way. Um, and uh, if you don't uh, extend grace, it will it will destroy you. It will it will destroy you. And so um, that's been another area. You know, even I I, I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like anybody's negative, but there have been plenty of people who have come and said, "You shouldn't, you know, you you should you shouldn't take that. You, I don't know how you take that. Why you don't get mad about it?" Well, it's because hey, I've learned that I've done things like that before, right? That I have to be willing to extend grace, and then you know, then I look at it from this perspective: well, what I sow, I can reap, Amen. right? I extend grace; I can reap it when I need it. And there are plenty of times when I do. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better about that one. The, the concept of sow it, and, you know, 
this is what I'm sowing. There, there's been times where I've been interacting with youth and they're like, but why you why you do this? Like, man, I'm just I'm just sowing that seed. You know, it is what it That's is. That's right. It is what That's it right. is. It'll be good. You know, and again, traffic. So <clears throat> there are the times where the people I'm letting the people over because of the same concept. I'm a small guy. Right, I'm gonna let them over because I'm gonna need to right. get over at some point. So there's the times where I get it and I'm like, yeah, I got you. And then there's the times where I'm like, nah. Screw that! You ain't getting in front of me. <laughs> you know, not that it's going to make me go any faster. I don't know. Right, I guess it right. depends on the day. <laughs> so, no, that's 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 very true. And, and the thing about it is, you just hit it on the head. It 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 really depends on the day. And 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 what I mean by that for me, and I should say it for me, what I mean by that for me is, how much time have I? spent in my word the more the, listen the more i'm listening to if i'm going down the street and i'm listening to uh to uh to ministers uh ministry or anything like that and i got my mind focused on christ it makes everything easier it does it makes it easier for me to let somebody in it makes me it makes it easier for me to catch myself before i start screaming at the person who just cut me off uh it makes all of those things easier for the days that, you know, depending on the day, the day that I'm late and I've not given my full attention to Christ and I'm, I'm so busy about all the things I have to do, then that overwhelming stress now takes me out of remembering Christ and then I'm a mess. I'm screaming at the person in front of me who can't hear me, right. but I'm screaming anyway and you know, and, and whatever else is taking place, and I'm speeding up beside the person who's trying to speed up to, to get in front of me or whatever, and, and uh, it, whatever it may be. Those are the days when I'm, I'm struggling. So it's just the day to day. It depends on the day. How did I start my day? Hey, man, that's funny that you said that. Um, when I was at the gym, when I was leaving, <clears throat> this dude comes up and he says, how you doing, man, and whatever, and, and um, it because he knows he knows about you know me being in ministry and whatnot, and he said so. He asked me like, how do you do? Do you read? Um, do you read some verses or I forget how he worded it. He asked me how I started my day and how I get into the Word or whatnot, and I said, well, I said I told him I said, hey man, so what I do is I get up, <clears throat> I have a prayer. It's a routine prayer, but I have a prayer that I say every morning. Right. And, and then I, I said I open up the the Bible app and I read the verse of the day. I said I do that right. before I get up. And he goes, Oh, really? I said, Yeah. I said I'm not trying to say that I sit here and I get up and I read like all of all of Philippians before you know I get up and right, right. I, was like, right. I just get up, you know, I, I I say my prayer and I read the verse and that that gets me going. And he's like, Oh, okay. And he's like, How does that work for you? I said, Well, I mean, again, it depends on the day. There are some days where. That that's got me going, and I'm in a good I'm in a good you know spot from that you know from that point forward. But there are sometimes where I'm just doing it as routine, and it's when it when I it's, when it's the routine, and it's just like okay I got to get this done, and then there there you know I get get in the gym, and then people will get on the the equipment that I'm going to, and I'm mad <laughs> you know ah right. But you know the days where I'm soaking it in, they get and I was like oh I just I'll just adapt. So, I hear you with that, right? So, right. I, I got another that, question. That's a, I don't know if people heard what you said, um, and I think that's that's pretty crucial to all of us. In, in, you know, developing and shining that mirror on ourselves before we even get going, so that we're not pointing our finger at everyone else and leaving ourselves undone. You know, like Jesus said that the the. You got a, a speck in your brother's eye. Why you got a beam in your own? You know, um, what you said of how before you even get up, you acknowledge God by communicating with him. Right. And then you get the verse of the day. Even if it's not, you're not reading the whole book, you're not reading the, or reading the whole chapter, you're not reading whatever, you're at least acknowledging God before you even get, get out of your bed. That's an excellent way to begin your day. Good morning, God. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Let us see now on your glorious days, right? Right. Just just acknowledging him. And then read the verse to say, hey, you know what? You're a priority. Even before I get a chance to go use the bathroom, which everybody has to do, right? Main priority wake up. But you make God even more priority 
than yourself. Amen. And that's, and you know, that's, I hope that the people who are listening heard that, picked up on that and can, can maybe run with that. Not as, not as religious, right? right. As something right. you have to do religiously, but something you desire to do. Right. Well, it's funny that you said religiously, because when I have it as a religion, there are days where it is a religious ritual that I'm doing. And those are the days where I get to the gym and I'm irritable. Right. But then the days where it's it's I'm acknowledging and it's not the ritual I'm, I'm spending time with is when I can deal with some silliness that might occur. So, right. Um, right. It's funny that, that, that you said that. That's definitely going to occur. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Oh, man. I'm a routine guy. So I have a routine. When people jump in between that routine, I'm like, oh. And <laughs> I'm frustrated. I'm trying to figure out right. what am I going to do? How am I do this now? And uh, But then there are days where I'm like, yeah, well, I'll just go to this machine first. Or right. Let's go here. Right. But the days, like I said, where it's, you know, where I either didn't do it or I did it just to get it done, that I'm like, right. And now I'm frustrated when working out because it my, my whole routine got messed up. And now it's a matter of man, stupid people. Like, you know, I'm mad. And like, they should know this is my my routine in my gym. Like, I own the gym. <laughs> right. And what about the people who mad at you because you messed up their routine? Don't even think about that. But that's funny. Right. Right. That, that's, the, that's the thing that we do. Again, we, we only think, we only can see the stuff that other people do to us. Right. We can't see because we don't have, we never really look at ourselves. Right. It's hard to, I mean, I can't stand here without a mirror and look at me. Right. 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 So. That's funny that you referenced because I, I got my Bible at Matthew 7 <laughs> right wow. now. That's funny that you said that because I was going to get to that, but no need. You already, you, you said that piece. I mean, <laughs> That's the one thing, and I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm probably going to come back to that at the end, but I just wanted to point right, out. Right. So I got another question for you. Okay. What do you think about us as Christians talking Christianese, or a.k.a. putting up a front? What do I think about that? Yeah. I, I, think, I think, listen, it is very difficult. Like I said uh, earlier, I said that all of us are hypocrites. Okay, so Christianity is just another way of us putting up a face, putting on a mask, right? Right. Because uh, for all the people who, who are listening that don't know what Christianese is, it's just what we say cliche-ish terms about Christ rather than really dealing with where we are. You know, somebody asks, how you doing? You're having a terrible day, but you say, I'm blessed. Oh, yeah, but you don't mean that. You know, now when you mean it, you're saying it no matter how I feel, I'm blessed. Hey, that's different. But when you're just saying it just so you can go because it's part of your routine, that's Christianese, right? Right. Um, I think we all put on a, a mask. No one ever comes in as real as they can be, right? Right. Uh, we all do that. That that's that's from the that's from the past to down. Everybody has that, right? Or or I don't know how you want to proclaim it, but. Um, and so, so Christianese is something that we do because we don't feel safe. We don't always feel safe because, you know, you got people who say, hey, I'm going to be praying for you, but the way that they pray for you is gossiping about your business <laughs> by telling other people, pray for so-and-so because right. this all of what's happening. You know, so-and-so cheating on so-and-so, and they, they lied about this. They lost their job. Pray for them. Well, that's just another way to gossip. So, that's a part of Christianese too, but um, so speaking Christianese, I guess I don't know if I've answered the question. I I'm not I'm not fond of it, but I understand where it is. It is it may be a means to an end if we can be real with one another and start to love through the Christianese. And oh, let me back up. Well, I'm sorry. I, I I know I'm taking up a lot of time on this one, but if we could. Uh, the person who is listening to the other person as they begin to speak Christianese, be willing to really give of ourselves, right? Take some time. Then we can get through the Christianese to what's really going on. Amen. But most of the time, we're satisfied with Christianese because we only want to talk about ourselves anyway. <laughs> we don't want to listen. Right. Maybe that's that. Now, 
no, no, I like that. I like that. Because, yeah, I, 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 I've been that. I'm doing fine, brother. Cool. Word. Yeah. I'm trying to get out of here. I'm hungry that's, anyway. That's all. <laughs> I think that's all of us, though. I think, I, I, I mean, I, I, I want to say I think that's everybody that does it. I don't think it's just relegated to one or two people. I think everybody does it because they're not willing to give themselves. They're nervous about it. They don't feel safe or they don't feel like it. I just don't feel like it. Right. You know? I'm getting better about that. There are times <clears throat> where people will ask me, how you doing? And I go to say, I'm doing good. And I stop. I say, no, no, no. you know, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm doing all right today. And they look at me kind of like, oh, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. But, yeah, and I'll be yeah. better. And, you know, you could tell who, who are the Christians and who are not. When I when you say that, they're like, and they'll give you the look and they'll be like, well, is there something you want to talk about? I'll be like, nah, man, I'm good. But, but I'm doing, I'm, I'm all right today. Whereas they're expecting to hear that I'm doing great. And so, uh-huh. you know, you get that weird look of, dang, did you really just say you're all right? Or, or uh, there have been times I've been like, I'm having a day, but I'll get through it. You know, because I'm trying right. to, to be better about showing that. And I try to do that in front of my family and, and people so they see, like, hey, it's all right. To, to, I did a uh, one of the devotions. It's all. It's all right to not be okay or something like that. Uh-huh. I'm trying to show that, like, look, I'm not in the best of state right now, but I'm also not going to stay here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hey, in right, the best right. spot, but I'll be. That's good. That, that's important what you say. I'm not in the best right now, but I'm not staying here. Right. Amen. Yeah, that that's important. I think for for us as believers, that's how we can be genuine. Hey, you know, hey, today's not a great day. Man, you know, and I I don't have the I've not been having the great you know the best of days and and the the greatest response to everything. But I'm not staying here. Amen. I've been I've been communicating with the Lord so that I can get out of. Amen. You know, get through to the next place. Right. And some days I'm like, ooh, and other days I got it takes a little bit longer. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. All right. So I'm a, this will shift a little bit. So I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. What do you think about the judgment we Christians receive from the world? Uh, like, uh, like, we're, like we're stupid or what? The, Give me examples of what you well, mean. Well, so... I mean, we're stupid, we're judgmental, we're hypocrites, we're weird. I mean, whatever, wherever you want to touch on, on that base. Oh, okay. Well, well I, guess my, I guess my answer may not be um, the, the greatest answer, but it's my answer. I think um, for the most part, we have to realize, one, we got an adversary, the devil, who's always going to show our flaws and shortcomings. Because he doesn't want other people to see Christ in it, so of course you're going to have that section of people who are who are judging the church, and then you got the ones who legitimately some of us have at our worst days, right? right. So it's legit, you know. Some of the stuff they're saying is legit, so you can't argue about that. You got the percentage that uh, don't understand, you know, don't right. really understand. So it's their own uh, perception, which is is fair because it's their perception, but it's our job to communicate with them. So, so that I, I I don't know if I answered that properly, but it's just those three different things, and maybe even more that I see about um, the outside judgment. And you can't let that stop you. It can't be a deterrent. It can't be an anger maker. It can't be a a driving factor that I got to prove them wrong. Right? You know, then you. Then you whole nother issue going on. Just do what you're supposed to do. Right. Just do right, you know, and again, I, I, don't, I don't know if that makes for good good podcast in that answer, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but I think that that's a place where we ought to be real. And we can't let that kind of stuff drive us, stop us, um, you know, rail us. It's got to be that, you know what, they're entitled to what they believe, but it's our job to make sure that we continue to do, not allow that to stop us. Amen. So one of the things you said, I actually touched on on um, one of my podcasts, and it was <clears throat> some of the things they say about us are justified. 
whether yeah, we, whether yeah. we want to believe that Absolutely. or not. You know, there are times that they say things, and it's like, and I, I think I, I think what I said is I understand why they say it, and sometimes I even agree with what they're saying right. about us. But we've, like you said, and I didn't word it the same way, but we've got to be better than that. And our way of being better than that is by showing. And um, right off the bat, I don't remember what Bible verse, but it, I think it was in First John. Basically, we've got to be the ones to show the love um, so that they don't have. Here, let me let me use this. And I say this to, to the youth that I come around, you know, to the minorities. And I think I probably said this in the racial, the race series. Uh-huh. If you don't want to be the stereotype. Don't be the stereotype. Oh, yeah. That, that's very true. That's very true. But you know what? Here, here's the toughest thing. It's a, that's easier said than done. Amen. Amen. Yeah, because think about it. You just How you just said earlier, um, and, and I said earlier, of us in traffic. Right. We know we don't want, we don't want to be there. And I don't want to be the guy. Hey, my mother used to always tell me this. Now, I wasn't a believer at the time when I was driving her vehicle. I was still in high school. But she uh, she had Jesus on the front of her car. And front plate said Jesus. She was like, don't be taking my car nowhere where Jesus is going to be looked down upon. You know, <laughs> where you're going to be taking him to the club. I don't want you taking him there. I don't want you taking him, you know. And and uh, I, I laughed about that because, you know, here I am you know, driving with Jesus on the plate, but I don't know Jesus. Right. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so what example are people going to be getting who think if I do reflects Jesus. Well, what about now that I do know Jesus and what I'm doing reflects him when I'm yelling at the person next to me, you know, while I'm driving down the road. Right. So uh, it's easier said than done to not be the stereotype, but there are days I am the stereotype. Oh, I hear you. You know? And you. Uh, so it, it, I can't let that be what you, you said earlier about, hey, I just have to declare I have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and I have to do what's right the next go round. Amen. And uh, and not let what people say about Christians stop me. Like we said, some's warranted, some's not, some's just the devil. You know, so we just have some's ignorance. Right. We just have to keep plugging away, doing our part, and the next person does their part. And the next person does the part. One plants, other waters, but God gives the increase. Amen. One of the things I talked about, and I'll be brief on this, uh, trying to sure. trying to be mindful of your time. One of the things that I I talked about with this concept of the world's judgment on us was actually from a song Bizzle did called Dream World. And so, I didn't hear you say that again. It's a song Bizzle did called Dream World. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, man, that song is 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 super deep. I mean. One, he said, I'm paraphrasing, he said, when good girls tell bad girls how to live it all, they say that's right. judgment. But when bad girls t- tell good girls how to live a little, they say that it's warranted. Something along those lines. And I was like, when he said that, I was like, oh my God, this is like, bam. And you know, it, it's crazy that, you know, you can tell me to go holler at all these girls and that's just being helpful. You know, you're just trying to help me out. But if I say, hey, man, you need to not be like that with them ladies, man. That ain't right. We need to, right. you know, now all of a sudden I'm judging them. I'm, you know, I'm all this. Right. So that that's one right. of the other things when it comes from judgment from the world that I kind of touched on. And I mean, do you have any input on that? For, for you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but again, it's 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 that it's 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 always man that mirror. We're not willing to look at ourselves to answer questions, especially when people are telling us and we respond differently to them. Not willing to hear because their way is the only way. It is the right way. That's why they follow that way. Right. Does that make sense? No, it does. So it's a it's a it's, it's a tough to dig into more. Um, and, and be and be genuine about really resolving the issue. The issue is, is that for us to reflect as much Christ, so that 
the image that they're seeing as a reflection is Christ. That when I see myself, right, when I look into the mirror, what's the purpose of me looking in the mirror? Make sure I don't have customized, make sure I don't have buggers in my nose, make sure my hair is right, make sure my collar's fixed, make sure all of those things are in proper order, correct? Right. Right. right I look to the mirror, you know, for any other thing you want to look at, just take a picture, whatever that is, you know? Right. So, but I'm looking into the mirror because I want to see myself. Well, if the mirror that I'm holding is Christ, right? So every time I'm getting in front of people, the mirror that I'm holding is Christ, that I'm giving them opportunity to see hey look here is the image that i should be looking like how do i stack up to this and how do i put things in order to get there so it's our responsibility to make sure we're constantly reflect reflect christ regardless of um, where they are or how they make you feel or how they mistreated you or how well they treated you just constantly reflect re- reflecting excuse me christ amen amen i hear you exactly answer that question but it's it's i think it's the most important for us across the and, and again that that's me saying that I, I i think it's the most important thing is holding up that mirror not from a standpoint of us pointing our finger but just by us reflecting christ then when they're seeing that they're getting a, a chance to 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 see themselves as they stack up against christ and i don't have to say a word amen now, I hear you. I hear you. Then they'll come and ask questions. Right. And then I hear answers. Right. As opposed to, right. Now, I hear you. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's a struggle, but now, I hear you. I, I, I got you. I got you. And I believe that that was, in my own way, words, whatever, that was kind of where this series has been going to that, what you're talking about. So. Well, well good. You know. I think that's, that's an important thing when we're talking about this lack of grace being shown to the world, to the body. Um, I, I think it's important that that's something that we have to really pay attention to is um, what, what are we reflecting? What are people seeing, I should say? Amen. And how do they get a chance to see Christ? Because he's he's the... He's the only one, right? Right. The only one. Amen. Amen. Uh, so. All right. Okay. All right. So I got one more question. This will be going off and off a little bit. And so um, with what happened in recent times, and I talked about this in the last episode um, on Wednesday uh, with the, the recent threats to the school system. Um, one and I'll say these pieces and then I'll get your input on it. One, I heard someone say at the gym when I was getting ready that morning that I'm glad she's dead. And my God, I was like, it's an 18 year old kid. How can you say that you're glad she's dead when she didn't even do, she didn't even kill anybody. Right. Right. She bought a shotgun and she talked about shooting up a school and I've had the one dude say it and the other dude agree with him and I'm like how can you say that about a child right right you know and my thought is okay if she killed your kid I could understand why you would say that not saying that it's right, right but I can understand why right. you say that. right right but right. she bought a gun and she threatened to shoot a school and you're saying I'm glad she's dead blew my mind so I, I want your input on that and then I have one more thing a piece I want to add to that okay I, you know <clears throat> I agree with you wholeheartedly that uh, that uh, you know I, I can understand if something was you know you're protecting your child from something imminent and you were concerned and you say something similar to that or you desire that but nothing transpired with her um and to want her dead you know is is a is a rough thing again this is these are the extremes and and if if i'm being honest a lot of this comes because our our world is is so violent now man a lot of this comes from that dead and so think think about it man and 
you know, we're playing video games, and, and I enjoy video games, so I can't, I'm not knocking people. Right. But our, our whole goal is, in a lot of cases, is to kill everything that moves. Right. <clears throat> That's an obstacle to where we're going. Right. So it's easy for me to say, kill him, man, he shoot him over there. You know, and it's, <clears throat> it's easier for me to say that because I've been programmed in that area. And so when these people are saying this, a lot of times they're not even realizing all that they're saying and the hate that's being spewed because it's become a natural part of their conversation, right? right. So it's, 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 it's more to it than just them, you know, just wanting some girl dead, which it, it's, a, it's a bigger issue we're dealing with. And I'm not just, I, for people who may think I'm knocking video games, that's not what I'm doing. Right. I'm just saying it's a big issue for my television, our movies, and our music. And, our, and just our every day, what we see on news as a consistent thing, and and the you know the propaganda goes along with that. All of this stuff spills over, and it's disheartening to see that we could say that we're glad of an eighteen year old kid who who did not shoot anyone, right. who did not harm anyone but themselves. Right. We're glad they're dead, right. rather than man. Who was there? Where, where were where were people who saw this young lady right. and heard had to have heard her say, um, "I, you know, I'm fascinated with Columbine. Why are you so fascinated with right. Columbine? What is it about it? Where are you hurting? How are you hurting? How can I help you? How can I be there to get you beyond this point? How can I love you through this so that you don't go buy a shotgun and try to uh, make threats to a school right. and kill yourself?" You know, where, where were we for that? Well, why are we not angry with <clears throat> with um, the people who are around her on a consistent basis, which we shouldn't be, but I mean, where were they? Where were they, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Where, where were they before we are yelling, I'm glad she's dead? That's, that's crazy because right? on my way to the gym, I prayed that she be found and given the opportunity to be rehabilitated. Right. I prayed it too late. Because she yeah. was all, by the time I prayed that she was already gone, and yeah. then I found out about it, and it it kind of it, it hurt, and I was like, "Gosh, man, that that sucks." And it it actually spawned me doing the episode I did on it because of that the oh, wow. conversation. Wow. I was like, "My God!" Like, and just so it goes with the whole grace thing, because here we go again, not feeling, not giving grace to a child who's troubled. Instead right. of instead of giving grace and we're condemning and judging and you know it's, right. it's just it's so crazy how that is and so yeah. that, that messed with me and and the, my last piece again i'm trying to be mindful of your time my, my last piece of this is i said this statement and i believe this came from the holy spirit i was sitting there and i was thinking about it and i said now here's the thing that everybody should be thinking about one 18 year old girl had 500,000 kids out of school, shut down the, the, the school system from Fort Collins to Castle Rock. Right. Off a threat. Yeah. Off of a threat. I was like, that's, that's, yeah. that's some power. I said, now, my original statement was, that's power, that's scary power. And then I went on speaking and I said, now think about what just transpired, how the enemy used that girl to make a point and saying, look and see what I can do. Uh, uh, I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. A 18-year-old girl who did nothing but buy a shotgun. Right. And, right. and said that I'm right. thinking about or I'm going to shoot up a school. Yeah. And, and 500,000 kids missed school for that because of that. Yeah. How powerful fear is as an agent. And the Bible is very clear. God does not give us a spirit of fear. Right. Right. How powerful this this agent of uh, fear is that the enemy uses to wreak havoc, like you just said, this power that she had over by the gun shut down a whole area. I mean, somebody called in, you know, uh, if somebody says or leaves a package, you know, say 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 I, I you know not I, I mean, not use me, I don't not me at all. Right. But say somebody uh, somebody's at, at the airport and they leave a. a, a, a a suitcase unattended, right, in the middle of the floor. That shuts down the whole area. Right. 
because of fear. Right. Because there's been prior incidences of craziness. Right. So this 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 fear thing is a strong thing. But going back to not getting away from that, but going back to instance of this young lady, it is it is very um, it's very heartening that that uh, her life ended the way it did, mm-hmm. um, and even went the way it did right. because she was someone that uh, that needed help, right. that needed needed some some guidance and someone to come along and and for all of our yelling. Glad she's dead. Who was yelling? I'm glad she's alive. And let me help her. Amen. Amen. That's 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 basically where I was at with that. I just I just wanted to run that by you because it was that heavy on my heart that it, it made yeah, me a whole episode on it. So, but yeah, I mean that that's as good as any to end <laughs> because I mean that's true, man. The one of the I, I ended it. Um, one of the episodes. Um, let me see if I got this. Let's be mindful not to confuse condemning self-righteous and religious ritualistic mindsets with compassion and true love that will truly help the world. I firmly believe that. And that, that's the answer to everything we've been talking about today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right love is crucial, man. Amen. Right. Being, being those who truly love is is crucial and, and it and it takes it takes knowing love it takes knowing um, um god who is love it, it takes knowing him to really extend love so man thank you for letting me hang out with you today right man. On. I, appreciate, I appreciate you coming on here man uh this is this has been cool i've been this has been a long time in the making since i started it just i just waited for the right one and apparently this was it so Amen. Appreciate you, brother. All right, so uh, y'all come back next week where I believe the episode will be starting on that pride that I keep talking about. Love y'all. God bless.